This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.blogspot.com. Hello and welcome to the Belief in Review podcast. Uh, Lindsay's not joining us over Skype this week, so it's just the three of us. Um, the usual, <laughs> David. He's getting bored of it now, don't you? Yeah, I can't even be bothered to introduce him. Introductions everyone. are important. Uh, you know what, I think we should abandon Dave as the host. <laughs> over the time, he's slowly given up more and more and more. I've got my nose. Uh, Hello and welcome to the Blueprint Podcast. Yeah, you filled your audition. <laughs> well, that was yeah, Laura, I'm right? Darren, and this is Dave. Um... <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, Lindsay can't be with us. Don't know why. Something... She could do it later, but we couldn't She's be bothered to wait for her. She's got a late meeting. Yeah, I'm not Missed. doing... It's, it's past my bedtime. I thought there was some something in she Belfast she told us about that they couldn't do later. Do tax or something. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Anyone knows that. about Irish laws, let me know. Are you, I'm sure you're just making that up. <laughs> yeah, you like... cannot podcast after this. Yeah. You yeah. cannot podcast after Was it like Gremlins? No, she was saying that she wanted to work longer hours and you can't because you can't work after five. Cause but this isn't work. Unspoken law. Weird. She'll be doing something. She's doing work. Yeah. Anyway, she's nobody's interested in that. Bombing or life. I don't know what yeah. she'll be doing. We've um, got a little bit of racism in there. Anyway, before we get started, I do have a bit of house... Uh, talk to do first, which is quite important for you podcast listeners out there. Um, we are changing our podcast host. We've been, previously been with Podomatic, but we've maxed it out, and so we keep having to delete the old episodes, and I don't want to be doing that. So what we've decided to do is we are going to host the podcast ourselves, and we've found a site mm-hmm. that sort of channels it through to iTunes and does all that crap for you. So um, so we are changing host. Um There'll be full details on the website. It'll be on this page if you listen to it on the page. Um, if not, if you can't find the details, you can't be asked. You're just using you're just using iTunes. Then just search for Blueprint Review. You'll see there are, at the moment there are two versions of Blueprint Review. Have a look at both of them. Find the one that's got all 16 episodes of the podcast. That is the version you want. Oh, what? Is it actually it's a annoying. Different... Yeah, there's going to be two think. copies, and they wouldn't let us. Podomat- it's Podomatic's fault, so I blame them, Podomatic, oh, your wankers. I think we need to do like a little mini trailer for the old podcast. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, no, no, for, for our old ones are going to be on for our, on this one. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think on the old podcast link, we need to do like a little one-minute trailer. I was just saying, don't use this anymore. Oh, yeah, 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 Basically, I'm going to do that. Like I'm little... going to do that, yeah. So, so it... the latest episode is going to be that message, yeah. For that's, people who subscribe, That's what I yeah. plan to do. So, so I'm going to do that. Uh, but yeah, if you are wanting to look for the new one straight away, then... Um, just look for Blueprint Review. Look for the one with the most episodes on. That is the new one. And w- w- after a couple of weeks, we're just going to delete the old one. Um, but for the time being, if, 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 if they're both still up, just look for the one with the most ones on there. Um, cool, and subscribe to it. Uh, great, but hopefully, as I say, we've got a lot, we'll have a lot more control over our podcast now. Um, we've got loads of space, so we can keep posting them, and you'll be able to listen to the old episodes. Future-proof, Dave. Yeah, it's, it's, it's future-proof. Proof. So, um, uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Great, cool. Anyway, got that boring stuff out of the way. Let's move on. Trailers. Anyone seen any exciting new trailers? I've seen quite a few. I think in the past sort of couple of months have been a bit, been a bit of a lull. We've struggled. For, yeah. I think regularly we've gone, oh, there's been no nothing good. It's all been the, bo- the sort of bollocks after the summer. I'm including the summer most of the time, actually. And then waiting for the sort of Christmas. Is, I've had a bit, the past sort of five years had a bit of a resurgence of quality films yeah. and then it, as the usual Oscar fodder mm. but um, so it's in, but I found like this month this week or whatever there's been like, loads of really good good ones there's been um, I mean but I can only chat about one although you chat about five all the time you know <laughs> what I've got a feeling one of you I've got a feeling you're going to chat about the Avengers and maybe um, um, Sherlock Holmes so I'm going to chat about one called I can't remember his name Becoming being Elmo, Elmo, being Elmo. It's a documentary called Being Elmo, mm-hmm. and it looks brilliant. I mean, I can't, you know, obviously like documentaries anyway. It's basically about this guy who grew up wanting to work with Jim Henson and be a puppeteer. And as a kid, he made sort of Sesame Street puppets and stuff like that, and that's what he always wanted to do. And he ended up, he ended up being the guy who did did Elmo and making. Whether it was him or not, I'm sure the film will say it is him. But obviously, Elmo became a stupidly popular character, mm. and obviously, kind of tick on the Elmo and all that pedo fodder. And um, 
And then he and it's just about him. It's about him and his life. And it looks kind of kind of saccharine and a little bit, yeah. you know, slushy. But I think it looks. I think it looks yeah. great. I think I, you know, I really can't wait. Yeah. I covered that on Trailer Watch actually. And yeah, I, I said the same. It, it did look sappy and a bit and quite like. Um, it doesn't look particularly groundbreaking or anything like that. But it worked. I mean, it was getting me feeling all uh, tingly inside just watching the trailer. But um, yeah, it tickled anyway. me Elmo Dave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know all the. You know. Let's <laughs> not go there. But yeah, so it's quite, you know, I think it's obviously did well at Sundance. It's not going to get a wide release, but I think it's a film that I'm definitely going to look out for. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I think people should keep yeah. their eye out. Cool. Uh, I would did go for something a little bit different. I've seen the Avengers trailer and all that, but I've covered a lot of that on Trailer Watch. So I just randomly came across the trailer on uh, another site on Twitch. And um, for uh, Let's Go, it's called basically. And it's, it's a crazy Hong Kong superhero film but one of the like kick-ass style homemade superhero movies which have been done quite a lot recently but it it looked like a hell of a lot of fun it, it's got a very like early 90s sort of vibe to it it had that look of like the sort of early john woo stuff um but not obviously not a series it's very it looks very silly but um it looks nicely over the top it's got an interesting sort of retro sort of style to it and it just looks a lot of fun so i thought i'd mention that because i've already talked about the avengers on the site and things like that. So, so it's like good. It looks good fun. You're I, doing some kind of like oh, yeah, Eastern, some... <laughs> yeah, it's really surprising, Dave. You're I becoming know. your own cliche now. <laughs> I know. I've got to. I've got to find more to talk about. I do watch other films, <laughs> but Avengers. It sounds like we've all decided to skip Avengers, so none of us are going to talk about it. What do people think? Well, to be fair, I, I, I think the new trailer was 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 all right. Actually, it's it's. It's not. I've always been a bit dubious about the Avengers movie because I'm not big on. I'm getting a bit bored of superhero movies. Although, except I'll, the one you just chatted about. Well, no, but, but again, that's a bit different. At least what they, they're sort of homemade sort of ones. They're a little bit different, and this is very different. This is nothing like the Avengers. Big, big, the big, big sort of Hollywood ones. I yeah. Can't what is wrong with you? Big blockbuster. Yeah, and uh, superhero yeah. films. I can't speak. I've lost the ability to speak. It's great for the podcast. Yeah. I thought it looked alright. Yeah, I was going to say I thought it looked alright. It, it, for me, it, it it sort of did what I like in superhero movies. It wasn't taking itself too seriously, and um, so there's a bit of banter in there, which is quite liked. Um, obviously, Joss Whedon's written it. And he's he likes a bit of that in his movies. So. Is he written it? Yeah. Has he? I think so. Oh, co-wrote it. I might be wrong. I might be making it up. I'm pretty sure. I bet you no less than five people have written a script. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's involved. But in yeah, I, see, I didn't know that actually. I didn't know who was yeah. involved. I'd be surprised so. if he wasn't involved in some point. I think I checked it before, but but as well and and as well for me, it didn't look too. I mean, there's obviously special effects on there. There's loads of explosions and Iron Man flying around, but it didn't look too special effect if you know what I mean in terms of like the Green Lantern where you've got his green shit flying yeah. around and lasers and shit it's like stuff like that d- yeah. doesn't interest me but at the same time it's, it's early on and yeah. they probably haven't finished those shots yet yeah maybe but but, but it's only like a, little a more grand glimpse thing. of Hulk wasn't it oh yeah I guess end. he's going to be CGI but um... I think um, there's a lot riding on it isn't there in a way like everyone's yeah. been waiting for this or mm. you know it's all been building or leading probably to this and it's just going to be mm. it's got to uh, you know ha- ha- it's going to be Tough mm. for them to live up to that build up. Well, if really. people just watch Iron Man two again, then I reckon they'll be able to um, <laughs> yeah. keep people's expectations in check. Yeah, Iron Man two was creep. Yeah, um, but it looked better because at the end of Thor, um, they they had a that's the first footage of it. Yeah, and I thought it looked a bit shit on that. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with it. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah, I was quite impressed with the trailer. I thought, yeah, it looks all right actually. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Um, a, lot of, a lot of Robert Downey Jr. in there. Um, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen the... Ch- I did see it, but I haven't seen it for a while. Is it a... No, you haven't seen one? it then. It's very new. It's a new one, oh, yeah. okay. It's a proper trailer. The only oh, thing... I see. The thing yeah. before was like a, a real trailer, yeah. something a while ago. It was on oh, the back of Thor. That's the back of Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Captain America had the main one, didn't he? No, sorry. Yeah, I'm talking out yeah, my ass. Captain America. It's Captain America, yeah. Thor just had a little teaser like all the others. Like a plot teaser. Yeah. Yeah, um, but um, but I'm interested. They've already announced a sequel, and then the sequels of the other films building up to the Avengers sequel. Oh, They've announced a new that. Hulk film and a new Jesus. So they're going to carry Thor film. Mad. So yeah, they're still sort of like trying to weave it in, as in like they've yeah. got the films after this building up to. But I think by the sound, I mean, it sounds like Hulk is probably going to be maybe more of a little bit of a, not a bad guy as such, but definitely a, 
He's not a good. Well, he's not a good, good, good guy. Is well, he? I mean, the Hulk. character in general is is, is a bit. Yeah, touchy but I mean, even with the Avengers and stuff, well, he is because he's obviously in it. But I'm sure it's Thor. A bit and, temperamental Hulk, isn't yeah. he? Thor and Hulk understatement <laughs> of the day. Um, <laughs> Thor and Hulk have a go at each other. I'm sure they do. Oh, okay. I've got no idea. I don't, I don't even know. I'm making out as I know. I don't if read like comics. Thor, I don't I'd know. Be happy. I like, that's, yeah, I that's enjoyed Thor. I'm dying to see Thor. Again. Although I really loved the first Iron Man. Disappointed. And Captain America's a bit pap. He's all right. I, I, yeah. To be honest, all I've seen is Iron Man 1 and Thor. I'm <laughs> just, I keep missing you, them. I'm not, you must think that... But you didn't think them two were brilliant. I thought Iron Man was really disappointing. I thought that was all right. I enjoyed it. You didn't it. like Iron Man? I loved Iron no, Man. No, I thought it was well over it. I thought it was a bit boring. It just didn't really... Not enough robots like smashing it. into each other, do yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't... Not enough assassins. It just... Not enough mash that. No, it didn't. I don't know. I, I just, I was just disappointed. I think it's because everyone. I, I watched it really late on okay, DVD, yeah, yeah. and everyone said, "Oh, it's amazing." I was like, mm, "It's all right." It, I didn't think it was bad. It just didn't it's a bit really boring. Well, don't watch Iron Man two then. That is oh fucking God. awful. Um, I liked Iron Man. I thought it was. I thought it was different to all the other superhero films. That's why superhero films. That's why I like it because it. He was funny. He was witty, and he wasn't. I don't know. I kind of yeah, like. Yeah. I think it's more. I liked the first half of it, and then I just got a bit bored. But towards the end, it just got Fair a bit. Enough. Yeah, and I think with with the humour, most of it just comes from Robert Downey Jr. And I think because his shtick's a bit samey, sometimes and he's been the right mood. Some sometimes I love it. Like I watched Sherlock Holmes, I loved it um, for his sort of shtick. And then sometimes I just get a bit like, eh, it's yeah, Robert yeah. Downey. Yeah, it's about, um, but I mean, one worry for me is um, Scarlett Johansson being in the Avengers. I didn't really rate her in Avengers. I just, I just don't think she's very good. Yeah. She isn't. And I just don't believe her being this sort of superhero. Oh, I don't know. We're talking about the Avengers. Yeah, Laura, Again. have you seen anything? Trailers? Trailer-wise, well, <laughs> nothing, nothing fancy. But I've seen um, the trailer for Arthur Christmas, which I'm really excited about. Oh my god! I thought you were joking. No, no, no! I'm not joking. I I love Christmas films. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what, how bad it is. I will oh, still go and watch god, it, and it I'll still awful. probably enjoy it. Yeah, it does. It looks bad. It's not. It doesn't look like a great Christmas film, but it's nearly Christmas. Who is it? Is it? It's um, it's so Admin, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Although I hope I there's know. another I like that's not the only Christmas film because Oh there'll be there's a few there's a <laughs> Harold and Kumar Christmas film, I saw the trailer for that. Which actually I've not seen the other films. They always look terrible. Oh, but to be honest, the trailer You loved it, didn't you then? Is, is, is what? funny in a very bad, stupid sort of way. Harold and Kumar, these stoners. But they're, but they're stoned in the trailer. Oh yeah, it's, it's just yeah. a very obvious stone. Oh, there's humor, only but the so was... much humour you yeah. can pull out of stone. Nothing. There's no humour you can pull out of it, in my opinion. But the trailer for that surprised me because I've had no interest in their other films. And then you thought it was quite. And I was like, <laughs> actually, that does look quite funny. There you go. Um, well, okay. Well, fuck it. Sherlock Holmes looks amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. Cool. I think like, I saw the trailer today. It's not as well edited. Like the first trailer was amazing, yeah, especially was in the cinema yeah. with the sound. Is that kind of the way they mix the sound and the imagery? But that wasn't as. But I just think it's it looks a bit more really serious out of the trailer. Yeah. But, I can't yeah. wait. I can look. Yeah, can't wait. Um. Yeah. Cool. cool Loads of trailers. Uh, let's move on to what we've seen. I've Loads. I've only got one that I've seen. Although I do, I, I might sneak in at some point. I could just do it now. You it's, need to uh, get out a Lincoln every now and again. Anna. Uh, my uh, better half has uh, um, went to see Footloose. I, I was going to go with her, but I couldn't be bothered. So um, she went on her own. So wait a minute. So you 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 just stayed at home then? I had a, I had free tickets and I just I had I had other things to do. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered. I'm just going to hate it. But to be honest, your, you let your lovely wife no, go on her own. To, to, be, to be honest, I did say, oh, I'll go with you if you want. But she said, you're blatantly going to hate it. I don't want to be sat next to you if you're just going to be going. Oh, mm-hmm. fair enough. Good on you, Anna. So. So she went on her own, and after I, do, I thought just because it's a new film, it's only just is it come out or is it about to come out? It's out now, yeah. I thought I'd uh, I'd uh, get a quick quick quote from Anna just Ooh. as a review. Uh, she she said uh, surprisingly not as cheesy as I thought, um, and a good excuse for a cry. So a good ex <laughs> yeah. I'm more telling about your relationship than anything. A good excuse for a cry, as no, in I need no, to cry and I just need an a... excuse to cry. That's what it means. An emotional. Uh... Let's scrap the film podcast. Let's go into therapy, <laughs> Dave. What did they tell you about beating Anna? Uh, I need to so his bruises from roller derby. What kind of yeah. shit excuse is that? <laughs> Who roller derbies in England? Okay, now let's choose something more believable. <laughs> but, yeah. Good excuse think... for a cry. 
<laughs> but no, she, yeah. she likes, she she likes right. her emotions. She, she said, yeah, she she expected it to be very cheesy and stupid, but she didn't. She was sort of she was expecting that, and she she wouldn't have minded getting that. But she was surprised. She said it's actually it's actually fairly good. Not it's, she said it wasn't amazing. Has she seen just, the original? I don't think so. She has. Okay. She can't remember it. So no, so Kevin fairly Bacon. positive. Kevin um, Bacon. And I have. I'm just butting in with all my films now. Well. But, but yeah, you guys have got you. You guys have seen about four films, haven't you? So yeah, well, yeah. But well, we could lead on from Kevin Bacon. Yeah, let's it's lead nice on from Kevin Bacon. Pass along. I'll talk about. Oh, my segue is segue. Um, people, yeah. Um, as as you know, anybody with literally clever people. Yeah. Um, well, the, 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 do you know what? Obviously, the last podcast is a film we didn't chat about in the last podcast. Oh, of course. Which is Melancholia. We didn't have Kevin, yeah. Kevin Bacon in. So no, let's fuck that segue. Oh, well, I thought I'd, you know. Which was... film was Kevin Bacon in that you guys watched? Crazy anyway, Stupid I'm ruining Death. everything. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, but we're talking about that later, apparently. Go on, Dave. I've ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all going wrong. It's all going wrong. I was just going to say, Mel and Cody, we ch- watched that last time. And because How we'd seen so we see We saw so many films in it. It was a big catch up because we missed a week yeah. and we just chatted. We rushed and we a just, bit. Yeah. Basically, I mean, we'll, we'll just give a quick review of that. Um, I thought. Obviously, it's Lars von Trier. We chat about him a lot. He's clearly one cunt of a human being. <laughs> um, but after, some of his films are interesting. This yeah. one was... What's weird is that for his film... He's very controversial. His films are always sort of controversial in the sense of there's usually something about them which will get somebody's back or, you know, yeah. kind of Daily Mail baiting fodder. Sort of. yeah. um, but this one, bizarrely, isn't that... There's nothing in it in any way, shape, or form, that would that could be get anyone's back. Up. Yeah, or be controversial or irritating. Or yeah. so it's one of his sort of more sedate right. films in that sense. Yeah, it's quite. Um, I, th- I think it's an amazing concept. I think the, um, you know, watching it when I was watching it and when at the end, I think I, I, I actually said I said it's like um, Festin meets Deep Impact. <laughs> that's what it's like. It is. That's what it is. It's well, Festin meets Deep, Deep Impact. That is yeah. a fucking pitch. Yeah. That is a pitch enough, isn't it? Festin means deep in Yeah, that is, you know. Well, I mean? if people know what, you know, Festin well, is. Well, yeah, okay. But, 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 and I think, so for, as a, an idea, yeah. that's a great idea. D- dealing with this sort of blockbuster end of the world, and it's kind of visually, it's kind of beautiful. Mm. And that's, a, that's great. The problem is, it's dull as shit. <laughs> it is so dull, it's unbelievable. For an end of the world, it doesn't really say anything about it. It's got nothing to say, it's got no emotional impact. Mm. Technically, it's great. I mean, the performances, the, it's, it's kind of, you know, really interesting, but it just dull. Yeah. I was well, almost always... on, the, on, the, on that sort of social realism front with the fact that it tackles depression, I guess I, you, quite, quite crudely you could take it as a metaphor for how people feel when they're depressed and they sort of, everything's sort of falling apart. It's the end of the world. Well, yeah, this. I get it's it. It's very crude. But, yeah. but, like you say, it's very sort of, it is very dull. And, and also... You felt like a lot of it. You felt like you were watching Festin anyway. A lot of the scenes were the same. The first the third. Sort of the first third. Underlying annoyance with the family, and uh, you know, and it's like, well, give us something different. We've seen this film, you know. Mm. I always, I haven't seen it, but I remember the trailer quite impressed me, just in terms of the visuals and the music and stuff. It looked beautiful. Um, it? Yeah, I mean, it starts off with these. Because something I said years ago, right, years ago, you know the kind of those, it started off in tennis is when I remember them. Those like kind of 120 frames per second cameras oh, yeah. where you can do insane slow motion. Yeah. And I can always remember like watching the tennis matches with the kind of balls and the, it's yeah. like so slow. And I always used to say, why does nobody use these cameras for films? Uses it. <laughs> yeah. Not to that extent. I mean, does I it? Well, in that, in that yeah, trailer. now. Well, oh, no, and in um, Snatch when she's got the machine gun. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, he like used it for. Um, Antichrist, and it looks amazing, and he uses it again at the, at the beginning of um, this, and basically it starts at the end when the planet hits the Earth. It tells you, he tells you what yeah. happens. So as the planet hits the Earth, he does all the moments, but the kind of fantastical moments. And then these sort of beautiful oh, sort of vignettes, yes. like Kirsten like, like, um, Dunst in a wedding dress, sort of like running away, yeah. and it, but it's so slow, and it's this amazing one with this horse on a golf course, and the horse is like in the golf course because the planet's clearly melted the soil, oh, right. so the horse is like in, but it's so, so and, it, yeah. it, and there's like just cuts. It goes on for too long. It lasts it about does ten go minutes. On for too long. What At is... that moment, I felt like I was watching um, oh, Tree of Tree Life. Tree of Life. Yeah, it's quite yeah. similar. But fuck but me, beautiful. is it beautiful? Yeah. And, and visual, it's just it looked amazing. Yeah. 
Um, it, was, it looked like it looked like paintings, didn't it? Yeah. I think that was the idea. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so stylized, the lighting and things like that. And um, yeah, I mean, it, all that stuff technically is great. But it's just boring as hell. It's just dull, and you don't give a fuck. Ultimately, you don't care about you know, you the characters yeah. and. And actually, you know, there's been a lot... I've, I've read a lot that, that people think that they dealt with depression really well. In my opinion, it didn't. I just don't... It, I didn't... Mm. I thought it was too over the top. Like, the the character that Kirsten Dunst plays was just just so far... Like, I think her, her depression was so so far on the scale or so ridiculous that I, on a personal level, I don't think you mm. could relate to it in any way, shape or form. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't think was, you could, I... it was so, it was so over the top, I thought. No, I didn't, I mean. I mean, it might be, it might be, you know, people might suffer in that way, but that was so. From when you watch it, I mean, when I was ridiculous. watching it, I thought it, I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't bother, I mean, I couldn't relate to it, I didn't like her. But what I'm saying Well, is, I didn't think it was over the top in a, as an unbelievable. one of the or... things that people have said a lot, that I've heard a lot. I thought it was quite well handled. Oh, I thought, it was I thought terrible. the performance of it was well handled. I, yeah, I, I thought she performed well, but I just thought that, the, the depression itself, the way it oh, was right. and the way that it was played, it wasn't that she was overacting, it was just what what it was, what, how she, like how how it was, she was, was so ridiculous. I don't think me. it, yeah, I mean, fair enough, ridiculous. I didn't think it was. I thought it was kind of, well, I thought it, thought it was well handled to an extent, I thought it was. I thought the, the character playing her sister, she was best, she was easier to relate to, Charlotte, actually. I thought, uh, and the Kingsburg way that, like, her right. anxiety and all that kind of thing was much more easy to relate to, but then... Well, it's because it was just more normal. Her natural. anxiety was more normal and natural. Actually, what yeah. she was getting anxious about was the end of the world, so it was... She, yeah, she was top. panicking because this planet weird. was coming towards Earth, which but her, you can relate but to that. that anxiety was... But, just on a general level, if she'd have been playing that character as just an anxious character, it would have worked for me anyway. But it's just the fact that actually she could have afforded That's, to be more of it. I yeah. just thought it's that. Interesting. I thought. I it just was, thought the thought depression was. was too too much. No, too I, much. I, I would have I just, preferred it to have boring, been. But... I don't know, more realistic, I guess, and it just. But yeah, it was boring. <laughs> um, but she did get naked in it. I was sitting watching it. Yeah. She um, Another moment that looks like a painting. Yeah, been better. <laughs> There's a lot of reference to sort of Ophelia in the poster and everything. The Ophelia in the water. Oh, I don't know. Don't quite know why. I'll try and figure that out. Well, I know that's Hamlet. Why? why? There's a the, yeah. There's a, a famous painting of you know. Ah, but that is a Ophelia from Hamlet because she could go in a swimming pool, I think. Yeah. But the cat and she's insane. She goes insane. So, but it's pretty tenuous. Yeah, well, I was just wondering pretty why. Pretty tenuous link. Oh, I'm a wonderful ass. Um, he said he's never going to speak again, didn't he? But in public. That's yes, good. Yes, that is. <laughs> and the French government... Is that his reaction to the French kicking him out? Yeah. No, he is getting... He's not just being booted out of... Yeah, yeah. Booted out of he's, he's, he's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I don't know why. Freedom of speech and all that bollocks, but... He's, Obviously like, getting accused. <laughs> I mean, he's getting, like, caught. I mean, like... Being yeah. done. What for is what he, he said. What is he saying? Well, he's a knob. He said that he had sympathy for the, for the Nazis. I know that stuff. he said that, but what else is he saying? No, it's linked to that, isn't it? No, it is linked to that, but then he kind of sort of did, in a, he didn't really apologise, but he did. And then in another interview, he sort of said it again. And So he has sympathy with the Nazis? Is it, is no, he's just a twat. Yeah. He is a twat. And he tries so to be controversial. Yeah, but just to say that, it's like... He's a knob. He is such a knob. It's not even specific. I think, do you know what I, I think it was? Because when Antichrist came out, was it a year before or two years before? His films caused so much uproar. But this film, like we said, is doesn't. And I think it was almost gutted that nobody was talking about his films. We thought, mm, I'll say some, I, I need some headlines. Yeah. <laughs> My film's not doing it. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Twat. Um, yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon, nice segue. Go. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, we went to see Crazy Stupid Love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd uh, written uh, the trailer story on that a while ago, um, so that's kind of why I was quite eager to see it. Um, but And I wasn't expecting much from it, but it was actually pretty pretty mm-hmm. good. Well, I say pretty good. It was... It, it kind of made me laugh, and there were some nice moments in it. Um, but, but actually, it was a little bit... Um, that kind of didn't know what it wanted to be in terms of it kept changing. Basically, it's this, uh, it's about this story of this guy called Cal who um, splits up with his wife. She wants a divorce. Um, and then he basically meets Ryan Gosling, 
character. Can you remember the character name? I can't remember it. Anyway, and meets Ryan Gosling, who's this ladies' man, and he transforms Cal into um, this wonderful ladies' man to try and get his wife back. Yeah, great idea for film. Maybe a little subplot of Ryan Gosling falling in love with someone. But there was so much more to it as well. Like, there, were, there was... The, the character that Ryan Gosling fell in love with, there was a bit of her story and what was going on with her. There was this all this stuff with um, Cal and his son and there was loads of that and all about father-son. And So there was so much going on that the rhythm was totally off and you couldn't, yeah, you know, you were following messy. one story and then suddenly pulled back into the other one and, oh, it was just all over the place. Mm. So, yeah, and then, you know, it kind of had this idea that it was uh, uh, quite... Um, quite an unusual start I would say for a romantic comedy mm. in terms that you know it starts with this divorce and then you know it's then this story of their love story almost like following it through a, a strange sort yeah. of way in effect because it's at the end of their relationship but um there was so there was um so I kind of like that but then there were the these and there was lots of like kind of quaint humour in it but then there was also these moments where they just got so cheesy of this this, the the romantic comedy cheese that just were Mm. just way too much in terms of like the fact that he had this big speech about love towards the end son's graduation and it was just too much and it's like that tone didn't match the tone of his sounds almost like it's trying to make everyone happy in one yeah so that sort of thing didn't really match the tone of when he he was just when actually um Oh, where's his name going out of my head? Steve Carell was actually quite genuine and, uh, you know, and you, you sort of felt for him and it was yeah. quite real and then and then you'd have this cheesiness. and So, yeah. yeah, some parts of it nice, quite amusing, enjoyable film to watch, but just a little bit um, schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think he was over-ambitious. Okay. Actually, I don't. It, it was there was a lot. There was loads in his bits that he didn't like. like the babysitter character, the babysitter for Steve Carell's son, that. and the son was fell in love with the babysitter, but the babysitter was, fell, was in love with his de- the dad. But then had then that you know there's more even more to it than that. There was so much to it, and then obviously Ryan Gosling, who's his ladies' man, never been in love before, ends up falling in love with somebody, obviously. But then you realise at the end that the person he fell in love with oh, you is Steve. Give it away. Oh, and I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah, too. spoiler warning. We're bad for spoilers. Yeah, we are terrible. But anyway, but what I'm saying is, is there's so much to it even more than what Laura said but it's not over complicated and it's not overly ambitious the yeah, problem no. with it is it just doesn't, doesn't handle it it, wants okay. to be. it can't it doesn't pace it because so the yeah. writing or the editing or the directing I don't know what it was um, it was just it just didn't pull it didn't, didn't manage it very well yeah. that's yeah. the problem it kind of is just like okay we're going to do this and this and this but it didn't manage it very well and yeah I agree with Laura tonally it wasn't consistent enough it was there was some real black humour to it for me 70% of it was black humour and that was the really good stuff yeah yeah yeah. and then when it went to the kind of lighter stuff it was a bit like "Mm." but then I thought like the the moments with him and his son were handled quite well a lot of those and they were really I don't know who the the kid is but the son was amazing really good really good and he's a really good character as well though but but that's the thing everybody was really interested in that Kevin Bacon was in it Hence the segue, but Julia yeah. Moore, you know, it's a big yeah, cast. Yeah. All of them are really and good. And that's the other thing, isn't it? That you've got some amazing cast in it, yeah. and and not all of them were used their full potential because of this. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was good. It was, it was a lot better than I thought. I mean, I didn't want to watch it. Mm. Um, I wanted to watch Real Steel. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, we didn't watch Crazy Stupid Love instead of Real Steel. We... Yeah, true. Um, but yeah. It was good, but it's just a, almost like a bit of a missed opportunity. It's a bit like, yeah. with a little bit more quality, a bit more kind of, you know, a bit more control. That's kind of, leading a nice little segue, kind of some similar feelings to what I had with the film that I watched. Uh, sort of. I, I saw The Yellow Sea, uh, which um, I got sent a preview screener, so I saw it before you guys. Uh, it oh, we haven't seen it, uh, No. It comes out on... Um... <laughs> We're just like goading people no, who are listening to it. Be, yeah, yeah. But it, um, it comes out this Friday. Uh, it'll be selective release, though. It's a Korean film. Uh, it's by the guy I did Chaser. I didn't write his name down, so I can't remember it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it, it, it's it's um, it's got a lot of same... Th- it's quite similar to the Chaser in terms of it's a sort of a very... It's sort of a violent... Uh, thriller set in Korea that's um, got a lot of sort of political aspects in, in terms of the area. 
And also, in the same way, that film has quite a sort of a tonal shift halfway through. And that's... And in The Chase, I love The Chase. I thought it was great. It's my favourite film of Cannes, whenever that was, like three years ago, four years ago. Um, but here, it's a very... It, it, it's a very good film. It's a strong film, but it's I don't know. It just didn't quite work for me. The first half's great. The first half because it, it's the whole, the story's about this guy. This sort of um, he's a bit of a loser. He lives in uh, an area. I'm going to get all my politics mixed up now. So uh, forgive any Koreans out there. Forgive me for getting this totally wrong. Uh, but there's a sort of an area just outside of Korea. I think. Um, Probably a few areas outside of Korea, <laughs> the rest of the world. But just right next to it, and there's basically there's a lot of sort of immigration between sort of China and and Korea from this area and there's there's a sort of a group of people who who are sort of sort of racially somewhere in between those two countries and they there's a lot of sort of prejudice against them um, in Korea and in China so they get a lot of they they have a real hard time for us to relate to it is it a bit like how we feel about the Welsh yeah a little bit <laughs> but no but but this guy basically he is he's one of these guys and he um he's he's really struggling his wife's run off she went to Korea to find a, a work and then just never got back to him and just basically is just obviously fucked off with some other guy um oh that's what he imagines anyway and he's in a lot of financial debt because he gambles and basically this guy approaches him and says uh I can clear all these debts and sort all, all your life out if you just do a job for me and he basically wants him to go go over to Seoul Seoul however Seoul however you pronounce it um to kill somebody basically and then all his problems will be sorted and also that's where his wife supposedly goes so, so the guy sort of talks him into it says you do this job for me and sort out your debt plus you'll be over there you can, if you've got the chance go and find your wife sort all that out and um, I think obviously his suggestion is sort him out in the gangster sort of way but um, but yeah and the first half really focuses on this one guy and and it's it's it sort of pans out quite slowly you get to see him really because he goes over there you get to see him quite methodically sort of planning it out but not in a way obviously he's not a, a genius assassin he doesn't really know what he's doing but at the same time it's quite interesting to see how he tries to sort of go about doing this job um, and it, it's, it's it's fantastic it's really well performed like a lot of films from from Korea these days it looks incredible it's really slickly made really well edited but then the second half um, there's a real tonal shift uh, and it sort of splits into parts you um you still focus on this guy quite a lot, but then you also focus on the guy who hired him, who's being tracked down by the people who are supposed by like it's really complicated uh, by the the friend of the guy who gets killed, and then you've got the police as well, and you, you start following all these people after everything goes crazy because obviously in the middle the guy is supposed to kill the guy is supposed to kill this guy and. It's complicated. It's a bit of a spoiler, but he he doesn't kill him himself, but someone else kills him, and he's still there, and he gets the blame for it. Um, so basically, everyone's after him. So it be, after then, it becomes a bit of a chase movie, and everyone's trying to find this one guy. And then there's these other sort of rivalries going on um, in between, and it's it, and it's still well done, and it's um, it's quite the action scenes and stuff are, are, are quite impressive. But I think I missed the. The non-action aspects of it, the, the sort of the more intimate sort of uh, drama thriller that you had with this guy at the start, that's sort of lost in the second half. Just it goes way over the top. Like, um, and in terms of the violence, there's it gets incredibly violent, and the main guy and the guy who hired him just get brutally like stabbed so many times, and yet they still keep on going. So it just gets a bit ridiculous. They like become superhuman almost yeah. when you've got such a small sort of scale drama at the start and. It just lost me a little bit. It just it just went well overblown, and um, and it just I mean, I wouldn't say I hated the second half and it ruined it, but it just I don't know. It just it was just a bit of more of a case of a disappointing sort of disappointing end to it, really, after such a promising start. But it's good. It's worth watching. I do I do recommend it. But it's um, but it, yeah, it just it just went off on one of it for me, and it just spoiled it. It made it a bit of a seven on ten instead of eight or nine or whatever. It, Potentially could have had, but um, but yeah, it's worth. It's still good, but kind of lets itself down mm. towards the end. Um, just, another film that um saw, but again, I'll be really quick because it's really late. Is Cars Two? Yeah, I can't believe it's still at Is the cinema. Is there really much to say about it? Um, yes, yeah, shit. It's the shittest Pixar film going. Yeah, 
didn't look good. I avoided it. No. Do you know what? It's actually not. It's not terrible. I mean, it's not. You don't watch it. And go, oh, this is awful. It, again, it's just a little bit. It's like a bland kids film. So the bland. Best, the best bit is the begin the beginning where where you've got this sort of spy chase the 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 Michael Caine car. Um, he's sort of breaking into this place and he's doing all this chase and that's the best bit. And then from that, that's not that good. Yeah, and then from there he just goes a bit, bit downhill. Yeah, so well, yeah, so um, pretty pointless. Yeah. Don't know why I bought it all to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to watch Lost Steel anyway. though instead of Cars. Well, yeah, we, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, but another, another one will be quick on is Lion King 3D. It's been re-released mm. for the yeah. cinema. Went to see that. Um, the film's amazing. It makes me realise. Just like when you watch all these films and you're like, oh, it's not. Really... And then you watch that and you're like, that's fucking brilliant. Especially for a kids film, the sort of the sort of level of sort of theme mm. and emotion in it is kind of it's mad, really. Mm. When you watch it, it's so dark and it deals with massive things yeah. in a kids film, and it's yeah. system. I think it's brilliant. I think that's what's good about most of the other Pixar films. They do yeah. usually bring some adult themes in there, and that's why it sounds like Cars Two mm. fails a bit because it just looks. I'm not seen it, but it looks like it's just. Bland sort of yeah. action story, and that's it. Sort of yeah. yeah, there are just, just, there are there are some themes in it, but yeah. it, it. But the thing is, they just the other, home yeah, the other stuff much. like all the other Disney, great Disney, and the rest of the Pixar stuff, other than Cars, is that they're, they're, so, they're embedded in it, and they're there, they're underneath, and it's. But with Cars one and two, they're so preachy, yeah. so preachy, and they're themes in. The, the thing is, they're not themes; they're messages. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Cars has messages. And I fucking can't stand the message. Um, but liking was great. The, the, I will say it is the most pointless 3D I have mm. ever seen. It was mad. So um, it's like it's almost not in 3D. Yeah, it, yeah, they. I mean, I don't know if they hadn't done it very well or if it was just you can't do it. But I had a headache and it didn't help it. I would mm. rather have seen it in 2D. Yeah, it's pointless. It didn't. I thought that really kind of get some yeah. depth to it. Or it didn't. It's bad. What's the extra song like? Because Lindsay was on about they've changed I, it. I, you know what, Lindsay, I don't. I wish yeah. she was here. She speaks, she's on about like, they added a song a few years ago and I don't remember that and I've owned, I've got Disney on DVD, Disney video. I I don't remember. It definitely isn't in this. Right. Definitely isn't in the cinema release because right. that is exactly the version I remember unless my memory's gone. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've only seen the old VHS sort of. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's like, you know, um, can you feel my love tonight? That's always been in it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That That's one of the big ones, isn't it? Yeah. There isn't any other song in there. That it could be. I don't know. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah, Lynn's sort out. Cool. Do you um, have anything else? Or should we move on? Midnight in Paris. Oh, also. okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Another one I keep meaning to watch and I haven't got around to. Yeah, well, um, yeah, well, I'm not the biggest Woody Allen fan, but I think I've, I've realised after watching Midnight in Paris, it is because he grates on me, and yeah. it isn't his film. So, so this is something that I've learned, which is great. Okay. Um, well, she's yeah. not seen any of his films. But... I have seen his films. <laughs> Name me one film you've seen. <laughs> Go on. Well, I see, I've seen bits. Of his films. <laughs> oh, truth comes out. Yeah. Anyway, carry yeah, on. Yeah, but no, I watched them for a little while, and then he starts to annoy yeah, me. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, no, I know everyone's going to defend Woody Allen because everybody loves him, and it's fine. But you know, it, now, it, we've I, just seen his films. You can comment. Go, I go on. Just, I stop being mean. I, I, you know, I can't help it. He grates on me, and that. Carry you know, on. Go on. His style grates occasionally hmm. for me. I must. I know. Yeah. Um. But no, Midnight in Paris. Yeah. It, it's a. Uh, uh, well, yeah, do you, yeah, you can reveal what happens, right? Even though it's half, yeah. half an hour or something. Well, I've not seen it. Well, half an do hour. Do you know the concept? I know the concept. Yeah, yeah. I mean, concept, I knew the concept before I watched it. Uh, yeah, about how he, doesn't he go off and find some other, like, weird night world sort of thing in Paris or whatever. But do you know what specific yeah. world it is? Well, it looks old. It looks like he's gone back in time. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So yeah. most people know. Yeah. So yeah, basically that's it. Um, the it's a guy. He's a he's a writer. He's obviously a quite successful um movie writer, uh, script writer for films. And um, he uh, he he's in Paris with his uh, quite you know clearly um his fiance and her quite clearly affluent parents. So that's that kind of you know they're very very middle class, I guess. And they're um they're yeah, uh, he, you can see him, be, she bumps into some old professor friend and you can see him becoming increasingly annoyed about this sort of know-it-all and he just ends up, she wants to go out with 
with this friend and his wife and and she ends up he ends up just going off on his own and that's when he then meets um these these people from back in time so paris in the 20s um, is the best way to describe it. So you, you've got people like Scott Fitzgerald. Paris in the twenties is the best way. That is exactly. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. So yeah, but you've got he meets people like Scott Fitzgerald, um, Hemingway. But they're all in, from Paris in the twenties. Yeah. Not, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So like, and he just keeps meeting all these different people on all these different nights, and mm. um, yeah, and I guess it's kind of his journey to to find more out about himself and to. Um, to to realise what's in front of him, and yeah, and then, uh, and that's pretty much it, really. Is there any more to it than that? Do you think? Well, plot wise, there is. Yeah, plot wise, but in terms, well, in terms of, like, of what it's gen- me, yeah, generally what it's about, that is it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it changed my life. It was no. just you know quite enjoyable to watch. Mm. I thought the characters. As I was sitting watching it, I was thinking about the characters, and I was thinking, oh, they the. They're so, particularly Hemingway and Dali, it's like, oh, they're so obvious. They're so the the kind of almost over top, mm. over the top versions of those people that you imagine. But yeah. then, but then in a way, it was up someone's imagination. So you then you like, oh yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough, you can accept that. Yeah, I, I haven't got much to say about it. Maybe you've got more because it was just just, just um, enjoyed right. it, but <laughs> that was it, really. Yeah, I was disappointed in it to be honest. Um... Because everybody was saying, oh, it's his best film for years, and it's like a... They do say that a lot sometimes. They do, yeah. To return to film. I think I preferred Vicky Cristina Barcelona, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that was because we were one of the first people to see it. It was good. And that there was no... I didn't like it as much as you guys, but I still liked it. Buzz. I thought it was very good. But, um... So I want to see that again. But, yeah, it was good. It is good. I mean, it's quite similar to what you're saying. The kind of... There were stereotyped versions of all those characters... Yeah. Of Cole Porter, I mean, it jarred with me a little bit, in all honesty. But again, you can rationalise it. You can say, well, of course there's stereotype versions of them because that's what he, that's how everybody knows them. So that's how he's mm. fantasising about them. And it's like, yeah, I get it, but it's not. It still jars with me to watch mm. watching yeah, it did. It kind did of cartoony kind of characters. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was all right. I kind of, I quite liked Owen Wilson. I, I liked bits of it. It is, you know, it's got a lot of wit. It's funny and but it was just it is a bit non it's just a little yeah. bit and it doesn't really go anywhere no. it doesn't no. there's no real revelation i mean the end well i won't ruin the ending but, but, you can see it coming a mile off though so it's not like a yeah, yeah. but it's like, yeah but so it's just yeah it's just like you watch it it is not lasting in any way mm. shape or form you don't leave it and go oh you know it doesn't make you think it doesn't no. stay with you you watch it for 90 minutes and then you leave yeah. and it was just like it's, it was enjoyable, it was quite funny, but disappointing and a little bit crude at times, I thought. Mm. I thought, which is a bit of a shame, cause as I always do. I mean, I'm a massive Woody Allen fan, because I've seen his films. And, um, oh, and you then... dig. <laughs> dig, dig, dig. And, um, I only said that, but it annoys me. But I'm always, yeah, I just always sort of hope. But saying that, him... Being average is still better than most things anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's always disappointing, but at the same time, it's still... Yeah. It's... The thing is, it's probably a better film than Crazy Stupid Love, but I'd probably say Crazy Stupid Love gets better highs, yeah. if that makes sense. It's, probably, yeah, yeah. it's a better film, but Crazy Stupid Love, is, is when it's better, it's when it's good, it's better than yeah. Midnight in Paris is. But it's, Midnight in Paris is more consistent, but it's because he's yeah. a stupidly experienced filmmaker who make, yeah. makes a film a year, and it's cool. just solid, it's just... Tonally, pace, everything about it is flawless and to an extent, mm. but it's just a bit, a bit middling. Yeah, it's cool. a shame. Yeah, well, I've, as I say, yeah, it's, um, I did mean to watch it. I, I've just been, I've been swamped with uh, screeners to watch recently, so I've been watching all sorts because uh, I'm quite busy for the next couple of weeks. I've got a load of festivals that I mentioned last week and movie marathons to go to, so I'm going to be, uh, so I thought I'd uh, get all my reviewing out of the way. So there's going to be some kind of site content then on this. Well, it's, it's, oh yeah, yeah. That, I was going, going to mention go, yeah. that already. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I mentioned it last week. Celluloid screams uh, horror festival. So I'm going to cover that. Uh, there's like 15 features and a load of shorts. So good luck. I have some mini write-ups on all of them, <laughs> and uh, I've got another movie marathon. Uh, the sort of cheesy VHS marathons that I, I like to do. The weekend of trash. So look, for, yeah, look out for that. That probably won't be written up for until after the next podcast, but. Um, yeah, 
Cool. Uh, is that it for cinema releases? Should we move on to special it's... discussion? Uh, this sort of theme of the... Yeah, can do. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> ah, I thought, completely forgot. It was music Musical documentaries. Box. I mean, I... I... Oh, take the floor, Dave. Go on, because I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, I mean, anything. I didn't see something specifically this last fortnight, but I'd oh. seen one recently-ish, anyway, about a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago, I had the first watch of Gimme's Shelter, which uh, is a bit of a classic uh, music doc from the 70s by the Melee's Me- Brothers. How do you pronounce it? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, um, about the Rolling Stones and their infamous concert uh, in uh, Altamont, yeah. And it's it was it blew me away to be honest. Uh, it's it it's always it's always gets good reviews and it's supposed to be amazing. Uh, and you do tend to find sometimes when you watch a film like that, um, it's hard to live up to the hype and think, oh yeah, it was all right, um, solid, but it didn't blow me away. But no, this was it was, it was incredible. Um, what's interesting about this film is it's not necessarily just. It's not just the Rolling Stones playing a concert and you're like, yeah, that's cool, the song's good. I mean, the music's there and it's it's great and musically the, the film's great. Um, and there's a lot of other bands as well, actually. I didn't realise it's not just the Rolling Stones. They put on like a mini Woodstock type thing where there's Jefferson Airplane and, and, and all sorts of other bands playing. Um, but the Rolling Stones one of the main proponents for sort of organising it and, and they, they're the headliners, so they, most of the music is theirs. Um but what's what's interesting about it, if if you don't know, is is at that concert, um, basically there's loads of people came, thirty three hundred thousand people, and the, for some reason the organisers put the Hell's Angels in charge of security, and that just caused absolute chaos because they just brought porkies and knives and stuff and were just beating the shit out of anyone they didn't like, and and basically one of the one of the spectators uh, got murdered, uh, and it's oh, actually caught, and it's actually caught on film as well very yeah, briefly and yeah. it's uh, it's it's a really powerful film it's quite it's disturbing it's uh, it's fascinating and it's uh, just really well produced and yeah I, I loved it it was amazing did it, did, did, is it a bit of a whodunit? it no not really no, no not at all it's, no it's, but the footage is really disturbing Have yeah you ever seen it's really it? disturbing the, where he's yeah it's um, it's it's more about it's more about damning the the organization of it all how um how they just why did they put them in charge? And also, really, it's it's how most people have described it is um, as a metaphor for the end of the sixties. Really, because the sixties are known for the peace and love and all this sort of shit. <laughs> and and the sort of, and and this was really because it was nineteen sixty nine. It was, but it was only like four months after Woodstock. But um, this is like the end of it. This is like cut off. Welcome to the seventies, sort of thing. It's just, it was, yeah, it's showing how it's all Welcome to the seventies where you get stabbed. Down. Hell's Angels stabbings. Yeah. It was, it was bringing it was bringing it was bringing the sixties back to reality sort of thing, um, and that's that's another reason why it's quite uh, renowned. But but I was surprised by how I thought it'd be more interesting. I thought it'd just be sort of interesting, and because of this big metaphor for the end of the sixties, it's more just um, a product of its time. But I was amazed by how strong a film it was. It really drew me in, and it's it is powerful. It's uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Cool, borrow it. I, it, was, I, it was a little film. I haven't got it. <laughs> oh yeah, cheers, Dave. <laughs> well, but, um, I promise. Next theme, I'm there. I'm there all the way. I just forgot. I've been busy moving house, building cool. furniture. And... <laughs> Is there? Have you not? Anyone's got any particular favourites that you just see that you just wanted to talk about? Or oh, you said you studied it for your. Uh, uh, well, yeah, but that was, was a good a many ago. years ago. That was A level, so it's <laughs> been a while. You should still remember them. Come on, yeah. give us an in-depth analysis. Well, I can't, but I. Um, ones I remember looking at was um, one uh, Courtney Love. Oh, Kate and Courtney. Yeah, uh, I think it's made that. after his death. See this, I, can't I think remember. so. It's, I think it's, it's made um, after his death. It's, it's a focus maybe. on her, and there's a there's a bit of a crazed fan or something. I don't remember. It's Nick and, Greenfield. Yeah. Uh, one that we watched Smiths. The Smiths. That was oh, quite interesting. Okay. Like the the the. the um, Is that what it's the, called? Well, no, but it was about the. Smith. I no. don't know what it was called, but it was about the Smiths, and it, it, a lot of it focused on the divide between sort of Morrissey and the rest of the band, I guess, and that's sort of all I remember about it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Great. <laughs> well, uh, next week's I think Simon Lindsay, and Garfunkel Lindsay. in New York Central Park gig. Yeah, is that a class? Yeah, whatever, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably the last one I saw. The just mu- musically, disco. just really strong performance. Or was it quite nicely put together? Or yeah, anything? yeah. Just basic. No, to be honest, it was just because it's an amazing yeah. gig. That's the thing with music docs, I guess. If you like the band, then yeah. you don't always give a shit how it's filmed. And yeah. 
you, you only get a few like Gimme Shelter that's maybe doing something else as Probably well. Probably one of the best, that thing you do. That's a documentary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's good, yeah. yeah. No, cool. I watched Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, same gag I just did. It's, uh... <laughs> no, it wasn't really. Yeah, it was the Spice Girls were actually yeah. a band. <laughs> um, cool, were but they? anyway, yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, as um, I think Lindsay did suggest it last week. Uh, as it's the end of October, the next week's theme's got to be horror, really. Horror. Uh, How does this work with you, Laura? You refuse to watch horror. No, I don't refuse to watch horror. Oh. You just don't like violent films. You can watch creepy horror. What about Nightmare Before Christmas? I mean, the no, 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 um, Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Come on, you've got. No. How about some more old retro, like gothic horror Exorcist. type stuff? Yeah, I watched the Army of Darkness recently. That's not that doesn't count. It horror, does. it doesn't. Um, it does. I think horror should be like paranormal scary horror. Does paranormal yeah. activity count. Yes, yeah. but you can't chat does, about that. Does the orphanage count? Yeah, but you can't chat about that. Why? <laughs> it's because you've seen. Yeah, I know she I can. Love the but it's because she's seen it, and I want to watch a new one. Okay. I love horror. You can watch a new one for your what you're going to talk about. Let's watch two new ones: <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street one and Nightmare on Elm Street two. <laughs> Cool. No, but, I will never watch Nightmare on Elm Street. It was what yeah. put me off horror and gore and everything. Have you seen Texas place. Chainsaw Massacre? Watching that cool. when you're ten years Exorcist. old. Exorcist. Dave, don't don't put her off. What? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. Let's watch that. No chance. Okay. It's it's not actually gory at all. There's no blood. There's literally no. I it's just, just really. But I don't really out. enjoy them anyway. I just. Yeah, but it's for the podcast. Do it for your art. Well, then I'll watch <laughs> the orphanage. I'll watch ones that I enjoy. Yeah, but watch you've Julie, not seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The I'd orphanage is more brute more. Gory than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But it's not gore that bothers me as much as just. I just know what I like. Pure terror? (laughs) (laughs) See, no, your problem is that you've seen that, so you feel safe with that. Just watch watch something new. It's pretty scary. It is. Orphanage is a great film, actually. Yeah, I like the Orphanage. There's Julia's Eyes, is that. It's not the same director, but it's. No, I think it is the same director. Oh, maybe, yeah. We should check that out, rent it out or something. Julia's eyes. We yeah. was going to see it at the cinema. Can remember, yeah. but no, I didn't realize it was a horror. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Hmm. Well, come on. Well, I'll, I'll like. We'll, All right, I'll watch whatever you want. Well, but we have to watch it in the daytime. That? No, <laughs> we're watching it. We're getting <laughs> we're naked. The, the turning the lights <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think to be getting naked to a horror film. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's like it's, it's getting into human centipede two territory. Yeah, and we'll watch human centipede two. Um, you can grate my cock. Speaking of which, one of our writers. my cock. One of our writers was at the. Um, hopefully, we're supposed to be at the Human Centipede have... 2 pre- have... preview last night. No, um, no one's seen him So, uh, who, who was we that? should have a write up. Oh. Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah, can't pronounce it. I've probably just uh, offended him, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, he um, he was supposed he was supposed to be there last night, and I emailed him yesterday, and he's still up for it. So, I haven't got a review yet, but obviously, it takes a couple of days. Um, so, fingers crossed, this week we'll have a. We should have it because it finally early, got a release. An early review of, of Human Centipede 2. Be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they also offered interviews with the cast. I'm not sure if that's happened because no one's got back to me. But um, they're all still crossed. alive. Well, no, the the press people didn't get back to me. Yeah, cool. But in terms of me for next week, I think I I'm really busy this next two weeks. So I, I'm going to cheat, and my horror movies are going to be what I've seen at Celluloid Screams. I, oh, I'm going to watch change, 15 films. No, he's going to watch it this weekend, though. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm going to watch 15 horror films this weekend. So I'm not going to go home and watch another one. I'm, cause I'm not going to. Oh time. well, I think you're all right there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just mention whatever. Play some boat from that weekend. Um, cool. Uh, right. I, I guess that's pretty much just done. Let's just have a quick look at what's coming out. There's quite a few films coming out in the next few weeks, actually. Uh, on Friday, tomorrow, we have uh, Paranormal Activity 3. There you go. Uh, Double up. Which yet. is directed by the people who did Catfish randomly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we've got Contagion, uh, which looks oh, promising. We've been waiting for that. Although, yeah, films, films about. These sort of viruses freak me out. I think I think it will scare me more than other horror films. Really, it's like me. Maybe you can talk yeah. about Contagion in the horror film. Yeah, uh, I just won't have a chance to watch it. <laughs> uh, there's a film called Monte Carlo, which looks shit. Some sort of romantic comedy thing. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin's out. Uh, good, good, can't wait. Yeah, which looks good. Yeah. Uh, Gus Van Sant's new films out as well. Restless. Yeah. Oh yeah, love which... them. Love films about terminally ill, terminally Ill people. It's, it sounds uh, interesting. It's a bit... Yeah, maybe they're terrifying. I don't maybe. know much about it, but I just read the. Um, this the synopsis on IMDb was a terminally ill teenage girl falls for a boy who likes to attend funerals and they encounter the ghost of a Japanese kamikaze pilot. That sounds a bit weird, but Random. sounds interesting. Uh, we've also got African Cats, which is a Disney nature documentary narrated by like... They've got Samuel the monkey Jackson. one, they've got a few, yeah. Should we just do the interesting ones, Dave? Yeah, cool. Uh, let's skip that. Let Yellow Seas out, as I mentioned. 
the Black Power mixtape is out, uh, which I was supposed to be sent a screener, I didn't, but I imagine they'll just get it sent when it's out on DVD. But that's that looks quite interesting. It's, um, this um, they've uncovered loads of footage that a Swedish, I think it's a Swedish TV crew, have, have got interviewing people around the Black Power movement um, between sort of sixty seven and seventy five, and they've sort of edited that now into a into a film. It looks it looks interesting. Um, we've got. Coming out on the 26th of October, we have The Help. Which we're going to go see on Sunday. Yeah, uh, we've got some, we have got some early previews tickets to that, so we'll get that watched. Uh, the Adventures of Tintin, which no. I'm, no. I'm really excited about it. I, don't, oh, I really uh, don't want to go I don't know, it's really, it's, it's, I, I really, I'm, I'm quite excited. Really? I, I love Tintin I don't know when I was, as a kid. Okay, I, yeah. The trailers, the trailers for me, I know the motion capture looks creepy, um, but... I don't know. It just looks it just looks like good old fashioned fun. I, I'm, why are they doing? Why are they doing it? Why not animate it? I don't know. I don't know. Because it it's been looks, animated. It's been done. It looks so years, shit. Yeah. The next film. I just want to. If you look at my notes, I've written loads. Um, I came across this this um, RA one or RA one. It's a Bollywood like sci fi action movie, ridiculously over the top. It's like the big the big Bollywood film of the year. Um, Have you watched many Bollywood films? I haven't. I'm not a big no, fan. I'm not into my sort of over-the-top musically sort of things. It's not my style. But I just wanted to bring this up because I was trying to find out more about it on IMDb. And the descri- the synopsis is just commented. Okay. Not in terms of what happens, just the way the, the, the actual synopsis is written. Okay, this is it. Okay. Um, a father trying hard to fit in in his son's badass world. A son trying You didn't hard. write it. This no. is the official synopsis. Yeah, this is the official synopsis, word for word. It's, well, I don't think it's official. I think it's probably just some gimp on IMDb, but it's funny. <laughs> um, a son trying hard to dude up his dad from I.O. to yo. And a mother lost in <laughs> translation between her husband's injiva and her, her son's in it. While Shakar was trying every trick in the book to woo his son, get dudified and up his coolness quotient, his son had given up on him. Just when the father-son duo hit a deadlock, Shakar strikes gold when he designs one hell of a game. Finally, it all starts falling into place as the family comes together, only to find themselves in the middle of a crash. Not just a hard drive crash, but a crash that would drive them to a disaster and make their lives go kaboom. All hell breaks loose when the game that was meant to be played with starts playing them. Ra one, the next level. Okay, oh my now. Oh, that write-up's genius. Uh, but as, it's got to be a 12-year-old who's written that. I, I actually watched the trailer as well. It's... The trailer. It looks, <laughs> I, I'm really excited about this film now. It, 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 it looks it looks silly and very over the top. But has it got singing in it? Is it a classic? The, the trailer didn't show singing, but when I looked on YouTube for the trailer, it also had some clips of music videos with the traditional Bollywood sort of singing and stuff in it. But to be honest, like the special effects look cool, it's stylish, it looks fun. It just it it looks like a really over the top um, Hollywood sort of action movie and. I'm intrigued now, I must admit. It doesn't look Is it good. the kaboom that did it for you? Yeah, it doesn't look necessarily like my sort of thing, but it looks it looks fun, so you never know. And it's it, people who are Bollywood fans, it is it, it looks like it you is. You never know, there might be the some big. martial arts in it. They, 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 I think there is, to be honest. Oh, so I'll, it. So I'll, I'll give it a try. Uh, but but yeah, Bollywood fans, it is like the big release of the year. Um, anyway, moving on. On the 28th of October... Uh, we've got the Ides of March, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous. Mm, uh, comedy. Yeah, maybe not. Re-release of Ghostbusters, randomly. Um, mm. Which is awesome. Uh, Always good. Miss Barla, which is uh, Metrodome, our good friends at Metrodome, who provide us with lots of screens and things. Uh, they're, they're releasing that. It's the story of a young woman clinging on to her dream to become a beauty contest A queen. woman clinging on? Is it like a Star Trek <laughs> spin Yeah, a woman clinging on to her dream to become a beauty contest queen. In a Mexico oh. dominated by organised crime. Every young woman's dream. So it's like some someone mixed up in gangsters who wants to be a beauty queen. So that might be interesting. Oh. Does uh, her beauty get her out of it and stuff? I guess and so. Such. I think it's supposed to be reasonably good. Actually, I've not I've not read a lot about it, but it might be worth a try. Uh, and we've also got the the silence, which we've got a review of on the site um, about almost a month ago. Actually, we, we got the press screening ages ago, uh, but it's, it sounded sounded very good actually. So check out the review on the site. It's some sort of murder mystery type film, but it, it sounded sound very interesting. So, uh, yeah, check that one out. Excellent. And we'll be back in two weeks. So we'll be back before then, actually. Yeah. Um, before the 28th? I don't know. But, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. No, not before no, the 28th. No. Oh, no, God. That's tomorrow. Why are all these coming out? Are we... that's, that's one of these Wednesday releases. You always oh, do The that. Help and Adventures of Tintin. Yeah. So we're watching The Help before, so it's like a preview. Oh, okay, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But, um, anyway, just before we go, I just want to mention... Uh, 
we're planning on having a big site overhaul. There was the great yeah. blueprint survey on there, and uh, we've taken some of those comments in, into consideration. Some of those comments, we've taken the comment. Uh, there's been an extra <laughs> one, I think there's two now. Uh, but there were some comments elsewhere we've, we posted on, on LAM, we've, we've got some, uh, some more comments on, on their site. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we're going to do a big site overall, it's going to look completely different. Should we be... had a little look today. It's going to look good. Yeah. We've got a little bit of a plan. And... Should be a lot clearer, the interface and stuff. It's going to look it's going to look beautiful. So uh, keep a lookout for that. I'm also calling out for new writers. Uh, we've got one on board already. Uh, Nick, I think his name is. I can't remember. And and also, if, if anyone else listening is fancies uh, writing for Blueprint Review, give us a, give us a call and... Uh... We'll, uh, you can give your mobile number, Dave. Well, maybe not a call. Give us an email. <laughs> but yeah, it gives an email, info at blueprintreview.co.uk. Um, and as ever, just to plug the site, keep on visiting blueprintreview.co.uk itself. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash bpreview. And follow us on Twitter at blueprintrev. And also, obviously, if you like this podcast, we do another podcast for games. It's called yeah. the 30 Minute Gamers Podcast. That's mm-hmm. on our website as well. So go on our website. Check that out as well. And um, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Cool. Bye. Bye. Hey, Nolan, look what everybody is saying about the lair of the unwanted. I know. Jess and Rachel at Real Insights said, the lair is our number one favorite podcast. Yeah. And Nick Job of Demented Podcast said, I look forward to every episode of the lair. Yo, Dylan Fields of the Lambcast says, I'm planning to get a layer of the unwanted tattoo across my face i love it so much <laughs> yeah and uh mad hatter of matinee cast said i fucking love this podcast i would die for it yeah scott and whitney at frankly my dear said we got married thanks to layer of the unwanted kai of the milf cast said dude i'm speechless check out the almost lammy nominated podcast about the best of the worst movies that's out there Come see what the fuss is all about. Check out The Lair of the Unwanted on iTunes.